This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. Where he is. From Auburn University, Bowles Jackson. The correct Auburn Arena time is 8.26 p.m. Central Standard Time. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, harbored by the friendly folks at collegeofmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. I am Santa Crow, at Santa Crow 2 on Twitter. Call me Drew, at Santa Crow on Venmo. To one side of me. The rumor monger, Ryan S. Starrett, at Ryan S. Starrett. S stands for staying in the United States, not going to China this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to um, not die of coronavirus. T's and P's. Might drink coronas, though. Yeah, that's how you... Make it a little better. That's how you keep from getting it. Uh, hurt. It's like a vaccine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, So Vin Diesel would say. And so the other side of me giving you full Fort Payne ASMR, a man of taste... A man who saw Everton uh, play, play uh, something last week. man with 100 years of down home running through his blood. AU Chief. At AU Chief. Ciao. We want to start off with a tribute to one of my favorite players in the history of the game of basketball. Kobe Bean Bryant. And I want to say the thing about Kobe, that everyone, everyone's talked a lot about Kobe passing away. Um, and everyone said some things about him that were really nice. And the thing about Kobe that I remember the most is, usually, if I went to a gym to shoot hoops as a kid in high school, um, and somebody showed up wearing a an NBA jersey, I knew that dude stunk, and that I was really excited to have him on the other team. But more often than not, if a dude showed up wearing a Kobe shirt. I knew that dude was bad. And I didn't want any part of that dude. If a dude showed up wearing a Kobe shirt to play at the gym, uh, it was a pretty decent sign that he could play and that he was going to bust you all day long. There were three jerseys I remember as a kid seeing on dudes and going, yeah, I bet that guy can play. One was a Lakers Kobe, especially a purple Lakers Kobe. The other was a black Latrell Sprewell Minnesota Timberwolves jersey. If I saw a dude wearing that at the gym, I knew I didn't want him. I wanted him on my team, or I just didn't want to play. And the other was a PJ Carlissimo. No. <laughs> the other was a black Sacramento Kings, Jason Williams, number 55. Uh, if I saw that on a, on a dude, I knew, all right, this dude's going to be on my team. Because anybody that would, that would rock a Jason Williams 55 was cool with me. But Kobe was the kind of player that everybody wanted to pretend they could be one day, uh, but nobody could be. He went into the league knowing he was great and lived up to it. Um, yeah. And, like, the, the league, I said this on Twitter, the league hasn't really had deaths because it's a young league and they don't have traumatic brain injuries. Well, and, helps. And, and the rosters are already small as it is. And the rosters so are small. Less than 4,000 people. It's a uh, 
close yeah. league. Less than 4,000 people. Actually, it's more like 3,500 3, people have ever played in the NBA. Ever. In the history of the league. So, and put it this way. There are three people who have won an NBA MVP who have ever died. Moses Malone, Wilt Chamberlain, now Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And they've been handing that award out since 1959. And Wilt was old. And so was Moses Malone. Mm-hmm. So. so you're looking at Kobe is... I mean, this, we, the, the league has never, basketball has never had a death like this. Um, this is more like Roberto Clemente in baseball or something like that, where it's like it takes the entire sport um, a couple of days, a couple of months probably to really get over it. And he's one of those guys that every single player who had ever gone out to the parking lot and shot thought about Everybody thought about Kobe Bryant when you were shooting hoops. He's Everyone also, thought about Kobe. He's also maybe one of the three best people to ever play the game. I mean, yeah, he's, he's in the conversation of so, the top ten best players to ever play the game. It, it's If you look at advanced wow. stats, he's not a top five player. Right. But if you look at, if you just like a guy that you really don't want to see play for the other team, yeah. he's a top five player for sure. Because he killed the dudes. Nobody else has scored 81 points. Since 12 years in a row, he was, or no, it was nine years in a row, he was first team all defense. Yeah. That's, no one else has really done that. He's tied for the most consecutive all NBA teams. 10 years in a row, he was one of the five best players in the league. That's nuts. He, he had two numbers retired, and it's not because, just because he wore two numbers. It's because he was great the first 10 the seasons, he wore eight and was, he did not win an MVP, but he won three titles. Yep. Uh, or not not a finals MVP. And then the... No, he didn't win a league. He won one finals MVP as yeah. eight. So he yeah. Or no, 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 not as eight. He won two as 24. Mm-hmm. Back to back. But... Uh, yeah, who else would they give it to on that team? Yeah. I guess Lamar. Um, yeah, he played, th- he played three straight finals, too. Um, as 24. Um, and scored 81 points wearing 24 and just just was had an incredible career a second career basically people forget about the 81 point game people forget that it was the same day as the NFL conference championship games no and nobody cared oh, yeah, about no. the NFL like there are very few times that basketball gets to take a front seat yeah over the NFL, NFL and that was one of those moments that like people were like who cares about these conference championship games this dude is putting up 80 against the, the Raptors Yeah. in a regular season game. It's wild. It was unbelievable. Um, and he won an Oscar. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar award winner. The only, just basketball player. only person to win an NBA, NBA MVP and an Oscar. I just I remember I was 12 years old and it, the first time I heard about Kirk, uh, Kobe. And um, I just heard, oh, this kid could be the next Michael Jordan. Yeah. And at the time, I was very, uh, I don't know, everybody loved Mike at the time, and I, I wanted to be right. different, so I decided I was just going to be a big Kobe fan. Right. So, so from about that time uh, until I was about 20 or so, I was, I loved, I mean, I loved Kobe. Um, and I, I always, I still did after after that, too. It's just, I didn't play basketball right. anymore, and it was... You know, not as much of a <laughs> Kobe thing for me to have a player. Kobe was the next Michael Jordan. Like he, yeah, the closest thing. He was. He they, was the closest extension to what Michael Jordan. Well, did. They, and they, there's a video going around where you can see that yeah. Kobe played just like his moves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had similar bills. Um, 
played this same position um, and almost won. He almost won as many championships. The Ringer did a adjusted for era best duos article, which was really nice. And they basically adjusted for pace and adjusted for all that stuff. Shaq and Kobe were number one in terms of best seasons as a duo. Yeah. Number one, number two, number four, and number seven. We're all Shaq and Kobe. Was Jordan and Pippen three or whatever? They didn't make the list. Did they not? Because it was based on scoring. Oh, yeah. And Pippen never, Pippen's best scoring years were when Jordan was playing baseball. Yeah. So Shaq and Kobe adjusted for era would have averaged 30 points a game each. Yeah. Which is bonkers for two players to do that. It's never been done. Nothing close to that's ever been done. Even if you didn't adjust it for eras, their best season would have been top 10. Yeah. Ever, which is still nuts. I, I think because uh, those were the lowest scoring NBA years uh, since 1956. <laughs> like, literally, in the early 2000s, people forget the NBA was horrible to watch. Uh, they had a strike then, too, didn't they? Yeah. So, like, the NBA was, they had a really big problem in terms of they, no one could score the basketball. Yeah. It was the lowest scoring era there have, has ever been. Well, Co- Kobe is. <sighs> Except for this one guy. We're probably not gonna ever see anyone like him again. I don't think. Um, no, not in today's era. Not right. in the not he, in the efficiency three point shooting era. Let me tell you, he scored those eighty one points, and that wasn't a bunch of threes. Bunch of threes. No, and shoot, yeah. <laughs> there were some threes, but and, and he, it was an efficient. He had game. multiple sixty point games where yeah. he wasn't really including wasn't really his final threes. game. His final game, he, he shot, could shoot it. He shot fifty times in his final okay. game, which was kind of a joke. Everyone was letting him shoot yeah, right, right, sixty right. points, but still. I, You'll it, never it, see someone take 50 shots. It would take me about six hours to make 60 points sure, worth that's of That's why his advanced stats don't look good as well. It's because he right. was he not, would not very efficient at times. But he, <laughs> he gets the title of... His A1 point game is efficient. Yeah. It's you know, well, more, more impressive than... <laughs> more impressive than rings, more impressive than MVPs. He gets the title of he was the guy in the league for a couple years. Yeah. So in, in every sport, every year, there's... There's always the guy. Right now, it's this is kind of the end of LeBron, and he was the gap between Jordan and LeBron. For, yeah, for sure he was. I mean, yeah. not, not maybe not quite a there decade. Was, right there's more. Shaq, there's more crossover, but it, but it was Kobe. There was Shaq and Kobe. For there sure. was more crossover with Kobe and LeBron than there was with right. Jordan and LeBron. Or and Jordan, Jordan and Kobe. So Kobe Jordan. won those two yeah, finals actually, MVPs. Well, LeBron only played with Jordan because he came back for the Wiz. Yeah, his rookie year terrible, but he won those two finals MVPs. I think nine and ten, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the end of his run. And that's about the same time LeBron with the Heat. Had so that he was retired? the beginning of his era, right? Had he retired after his last finals win, he would have already he would have still been top three all time in terms of points for yeah. the Lakers. We we may never not. seen another guy like this too. That's the guy in the NBA that sticks around in one place as well. We'll um, never see that. 20 uh, years in one Unless. Play. It has to happen with one of the premier franchises. It has to be the Lakers. Yeah. Or the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, they have to be good. Maybe the Celtics. Maybe. Like but Dirk is, Dirk's the only guy who did maybe the Bulls could, right. Maybe the Bulls could do it. Uh, but yeah. it's one of the premier markets, though. Yeah. The, Dirk, I don't, the Bulls can't even do it now. The Bulls almost didn't keep Michael there. Right. Like, that's, yeah. that's, they were paying Michael Jordan, like, I think if Derek Rose been healthy, $20 million a year. Yeah. Because he was signing one-year deals. But that, that was the smart thing. Kobe more or less forced his way to the Lakers. Like that's People forget that. I have to think of 20 million a year in 98. Yeah. 98 money. <laughs> that's not even Nike money either. Right. No. He was making more from shoes than, right. than that. Um, and Kobe's the first guy who goes. He went to the Lakers, and then they delivered Shaq, yeah. the best player in the league. 
<laughs> yeah. Right, right when he was becoming the best player in the league, his what fourth? It would have I mean, been fourth Shaq was. There. There's no way to talk about Shaquille O'Neal in today's terms because there's nothing like him in no. any sport right now. He's a guy that you put him on any team in the league at that time, and they're going to the finals. Yeah. You put just Shaq. He could put Shaq, me, you, and Ryan, Chief. Because he's going to score. He's it, going right? to the finals. Because <laughs> no one can no stop one can him stop. from scoring. And they took that dude, put Kobe on the team, and by the time just Shaq a bunch of role left, players. By the time Shaq left, everyone was talking about Kobe. Yeah. Like the other guy. And Shaq was still the most dominant player in the history of the league, which I still believe Shaq is the most dominant player, dominant player yeah. in the history of the league. Nobody could, there's, no, there's no answer for him. No, even throw, then, yeah. when there were still there still is still centers. I mean, right in, in a league saying, where there are no centers, he could still do I, that now. That's what I'm saying, though. Oh. He, <laughs> but people forget about analytics. Is that analytics tells you the best shot on the court is a dunk? Yeah, absolutely. And so if that's still the case. And Shaq gets the ball. Analytics would love Shaq because yeah. he gets the ball and he dunks it. Or he's gonna get the line. Yeah, he's got to make free throws. Yeah. Speaking of which. This is not an NBA podcast. We just wanted to start that out. Kobe was good at free throws. Kobe was good at free throws. We just wanted to start that out talking about the loss of maybe one of the greatest athletes to ever live. Sure. Um, a complicated guy. It's the thing that everybody's talking that, about. Yeah. Someone that really affected me as a person. Me too. And a sports fan. Very much. I, I, my wife kept telling me to stop watching things Dude, on I, Twitter yesterday. She was like, you're going to start crying. Dude, I was crying my eyes out yeah, at one point. I was upset yesterday. But mainly, not because like, oh, I love oh. Kobe so much. This that idea of losing a daughter. Oh, or, yeah. You know, that it, stuff. So, it, like, that was the thing. And I'm sure it's exactly the same way with you. It hit me. It hit the, the 13-year-old kid still yeah. inside me. And then it hit the dad in me, too. The dad. The like, dad is what got me. Like, not only did his daughter die, but that his, he's got... Three other daughters and a that, wife. Lo- that yeah. lost their father, and and it just it, it's it hurts. And he man. died going to a kid's game, yeah. like doing the most Sunday dad thing there is to do, going to one of your kids' sports games. Stay out of helicopters, people. Stay out of them. Yeah. Speaking of someone who looks up to a current NBA player, Jared Devin, Harper, Devin Cambridge. Oh, Devin Jared Cambridge. Harper's a lot of people. <laughs> Devin Cambridge notably has yes. modeled a lot of his game after Kevin Durant, down to the 35 on his shirt. Oh, yeah, he's a big I KD see fan. I see that? And Devin Cambridge had a KD game yeah, against yeah the South Carolina Gamecocks. You need to find his burner account. Going six of nine from nice. three. Nice. <laughs> Twenty-six points, five rebounds. Very, very KD game down to the. Uh, Defense is optional. Yeah. I mean, look, when you're scoring 26, they got to score 27. I said you score, you score 30 points. Yeah. You, you give up six. Points. That's still a 24-point net. Right. So. Devin Cambridge, like, I think everybody, including Bruce, knows that that, that that game is possible from him. Yeah. Because he has a ton of basketball tools. Sure. He is tall. You may not know how to use them. He can shoot. He can run. He can jump. He can do all the things you want a guy to do. Mm-hmm. If you were creating Devin Cambridge right now on 2K, a lot of his things are turned, tuned all the way up. And right now, it might be like, I don't know if 2K calls it awareness, like Madden does. <laughs> that might be not where you want it to be for basketball IQ. I almost downloaded 2K yesterday. Just so I could Man, get some shots. I used to love 2K. 
I literally, I tweeted that I, I know, was I about that. to go to the, I literally about to go to Frank Brown. And then it started raining. I was going to get in my car and just drive to Frank Brown. <laughs> just throwing up elbow jumpers. Just like Kobe. I love an elbow jumper. I know that, you do. I think that's why I love Kobe. <laughs> Kobe loved an elbow jumper. All right. Uh, and Isaac Okoro had a week, you guys. Um, had a pretty good uh, game as a point guard in South Carolina. Auburn's one-year rental on Isaac Okoro <laughs> is paying off super well. With 8.3 rebounds, 7 assists. Seven assists. Seven assists. Um, this week, Isaac Okoro had nine assists. Assistances. That's pretty good. Pretty, what you want from him? One of your wings. He's a good player, man. He's a good he's player? A, he's a, like, <laughs> he is freaking great. And his body is not an 18-year-old's body. No. He has got a man's no. body. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's not playing here next I, season. Guys, <laughs> no I, chance. <laughs> I relish every moment I get yeah. to watch him play. I think the only way he's playing here next season is if there's some uh, landmark NCAA movement where we can pay players. Sure. And we can give him like $10 million to stay. <laughs> I mean, this is the weakest. Here's the thing. It's the weakest NBA lottery, people are saying, in years. So this is the time to go get your money. He might be the best court. player in the conference. Yeah. You, you said that in the Slack. Is Isaac Okoro the best player in the SEC? And I, I doubt that he wins Player of the Year, right. only because there's going to be somebody who scores He's not scoring more points. Right. But man, as I, far as all around, would I rather have assist? Anthony Edwards or Isaac Okoro? I'd probably take Okoro. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no. his finding that pass to the open guy in that in that game, yeah, he's won the game for man. Like he. He's able and, to do that. And then the next game, getting to the bucket. Yeah. Won us putting up 19 points. Yeah, yeah against Iowa State. Yeah, ended up being the, the leading scorer in that game. Yeah. A tough Iowa State Cyclones team with a, with a kid who is going to be a top five pick. It's crazy. No matter how you slice it, uh, Okora had 19 points. And it went only 11 seven shots. And 11. Yeah, it went 7 for 11. It's not like he was putting up 16, 17 shots yeah. and just knocked his free throws down, too, which is important. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. Samir, I think he was 4 8. Oh, I believe, well, there uh, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Against Sacramento, I, uh, I feel like Auburn got its groove back. But it, it wasn't until the Iowa State game that Samir got its groove back. Mm-hmm. Samir had 18 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. It started, five it started coming back at the end of that South Carolina game. He, yeah, but it was. Against Iowa the first State, half of Iowa State. Yeah, he was a killer again, yeah. which is nice. Um, Tyrese Halliburton is the best player Auburn has played. This year, mm. I believe uh, him or Edwards. Yeah, I like Halliburton's game way more. Edwards oh, no, I, I too agree. much Colin Sexton in terms yeah. of I don't really get it. We held Halliburton. I, held, I mean, like, I, I know he's a top ten pick, but I maybe they're smarter than I am in the NBA. But I don't really get it with the Edwards. Um, yeah. With Halliburton, he only had five going in the half. Yeah, dude, and, and, and scored nine. He scored twelve scored points. 12. twelve. Okay, he had six I rebounds. And here's the thing: right at the, end. the issue with Halliburton is he kills you passing the ball. Right. He only, only had three assists. Only three. But, unfortunately, Burton... Yeah, Burton played. <laughs> ...destroyed us by hitting some choice threes. That's, uh, yeah. Which, how they usually... How those two guards usually score... Um, I got this from Andy and Bruce at the end of the game, is, is driving. Right. Uh, either driving and dishing or just driving and getting to the hole. They had no success with that no. in the first half. No. Well, right. nobody was scoring on Austin Wiley in the first yeah. half. Um, that was just not happening. Or Anthony. Or he had three blocks in this game, I think. Um, Including, I think he almost blocked one in the student section. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, 
it was fun to see. It was it, it was good to see Samir back. Um, Samir. And the other thing is, he, he was the one primarily on Halliburton, right? Not, not Isaac. Yep. They switched uh, some um, yeah. between him, Javon, and, and Isaac. But yeah, he, he the most was part of it was Samir's game. Yeah. though. I mean, last year Bruce talked about how Samir was our best defender. Yeah. And this year it's like Isaac's categorically a better defender than Samir. Oh. Yeah. Um, but just by the sheer fact that he can guard one through five. Yeah, yeah. and has done it in, within yeah. a game. He did it within a possession a couple of games ago. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, I think the, the I, two of them are what's driving all this defense right now. Sure. And, it's, and it's not that well, they're I, forcing a bunch of steals. As this podcast preeminent fan of Austin Wiley. Right. Austin Wiley's defense this year versus when he first came to Auburn. Yeah. Night and day. Yeah. He is a defensive. Like he you cannot score on Auburn at the rim because that dude will throw it into the stands. But or he so, will pin it against the glass. So it, they've really gotten into this groove in the last couple of games where what they're doing is they're using Samir and they're using Isaac to drive guys towards the basket. Sure. They're they're not worried about steals. They're saying, Hey, blanket that guy, do not let him shoot a three. Yeah. And so they're then they kind of give up and see if they can go to the basket, and they just can't. Yeah. There was a uh, possession against Iowa State where Macklemore had a block and then saved it from going out of bounds sideline and then ran down the court, and I think somebody else missed a pass and went out of bounds. So yeah. I ran the ball back. Yeah. But had that, like, it was one of those possessions where it was like, Dude, that was an unbelievable. Like he blocked the ball at the Mac, rim. Mac is showing chased it down, saved it, and then was one of the first guys down the court. Some the other incredible end. skill lately. He's an athlete. He brought the ball at the floor one time yeah. in the Iowa yeah. State game. He still has an awkward looking shot, but he is an athlete. He's our second best three point shooter right now. Yeah, yeah. he was uh, like he's three or five in the yeah, Iowa State game. Yeah, and he's getting back into the uh, not taking any twos. Groove. Great. In the last two games, he took one two. Well he's eleventh in the country in two point look, percentage. I gotta be honest with you. I don't want him or Austin shooting anything but a dunk and then he can shoot threes. Austin just yeah. dunk. Austin, just dunk. Austin's up just dunk the ball on the ground. I, bet, his, I his think hook never goes in. No, it does. I think ah. he's probably shooting fifty or sixty percent on hooks. Where he gets in trouble is when he puts the ball on the ground. It looks bad because it's because you're so close. Shot. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you he, he were close in and you back. And you're out trying and you're trying really hard when you shoot yeah. a hook shot. It looks bad when you try hard in basketball yeah. and don't, it doesn't work out. That's true. That's, that's I always, why, that's always why Miss Dunks. Look yeah, and oh, Miss Dunks. Yeah. You try hard. It's like, that's why Austin, people will say Austin's hands are too aren't bad, blah, blah, blah. I would love for you right now to go out to a gym and ask two people to one person throw you the ball and then the other person hit you as hard as he can <laughs> in the arms sure. when you catch it. And then see how many balls that you keep. Didn't stop Shaq. I mean, right. <laughs> so, and even Shaq, like, eventually, he didn't stop because he punched people. Like, <laughs> people were terrified of him. So, like, Austin... He reminds me a little of early Yao Ming. Yeah, like, Austin <laughs> will get the ball, and there will be two people slapping at his yeah. arms every single yeah. time. And he gets a lot of calls. Like, Austin goes to the line yeah. more than anybody on the well, team. He's shooting pretty well from the yeah. line. He's about 70%, uh, and he's drawing, good. I think it's like 9,000. I'll take that all. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Again, top 10 in the country in that as well. If you can shoot 10 free throws a game and hit seven of them, if you get seven wins a game when the clock is stopped, that is a huge contribution. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. I, I think more minutes for Austin. That's my, my TED Talk. Austin Wiley <laughs> in, is in not playing season. enough minutes and also not getting the ball enough. 
in the postseason. I I, I, there's no reason for him to try and play 30 minutes right now. We got to win the conference, Ryan. Three straight conference championships. I'm good with 20 and 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So let's take a break. We'll come back and we're going to talk about uh, this next week's games. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time. And we're back. So this week we play Ole Miss. How's Ole Miss, Ryan? Uh, Give me a 60-second recap of Ole Miss. They, they aren't real good. Um, didn't stop them from beating us yeah, last year. Didn't, they beat us twice last year and they were not good. Kermit. Yeah, just going through their numbers. Uh, not easy being green. <laughs> pretty slow tempo team. Uh, like They're below average. Which is how they beat us last year. Yeah, right. And they're not a good shooting team, especially from three. That is different from last year. Yeah, we uh, we can handle a slower tempo a little bit better this year too. Yeah, the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but they know they can't shoot threes, so they do not take threes. I think they're like three hundred thirtieth in the country oh, in threes attempted. We got it. Yeah, and they also get a lot of their shots blocked. Mm. So. Oh, yeah, I don't know is, how they score. I guess we should mention this is later today as you listen to this. Uh, or yeah, maybe yesterday yeah. as you listen yeah. to this. So hopefully uh, these, these trends hold up. Uh, but yeah, they get a lot of their shots blocked to like 11%. Mm, mm. I'll, I'll take a nice uh, like four or five well block for night for, yeah. for Anthony tomorrow. And uh, yeah, so I, I don't know where they're going to score. They Defensively, they guard threes well, but we don't, we don't shoot threes. So. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> How well are they? How are they? Yeah. You know, how good are they at keeping him from driving to the yeah, basket? That's exactly what I was going to ask. They foul a bunch. What so I, the stat that I like. So we need to hit our free throws, is what you're saying. Right. They, they allow some twos and they foul. Ryan, so. next week on the pod, the statistic, statistic, the statistic, as we say in English, that I'm looking for is dunks allowed. I don't know if that exists. I don't know if I can find chips. that. No, it doesn't in the NBA, but I don't know if that exists. What, I, what I'm going to look for is cool plays per game. Okay. Cool, cool. plays per game. Uh, I believe that to include Auburn oops. needs to play against a team that allows a lot of dunks. Not because dunks are cool, but because Auburn really scored a lot of points on dunks. Well, I would say percentage. That it's the highest probably, percentage. Shot. Auburn might lead the conference in dunks You per think game. so? We dunk the ball a lot. I mean, Austin's uh, points are... Half of them dunks. And the other guy free throws. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then Isaac's good for one or two a game. Yeah. Samir's good for one a game. Somebody Amperty's from the bench, for, either Flynn or Yeah, uh, Amperny's going to – we run that same high pick and roll with, with uh, Amperny that goes to an alley-oop every time. Yeah. Even Javon will throw one down. Yeah. Shreve Cooper can dunk. Well, we can't talk about recruits. He's not a recruit. No, we can't. He's a signee. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. So the Rebs, the running Rebs, only have two top 190 wins. Hmm. Yeah, I was just looking for top 100, and then I realized it was top 190. Ouch. They've got a lot of, like, 285, 300. Who are they playing against? Absolutely nobody. They beat UGA, and George's got Anthony Edwards, and they beat Penn State, who's a top 25 team in, in Ken Palm. How did they end up last year? I don't I, I never. They, weren't they a tournament team last year? Like, <sighs> I don't know. 
Like maybe. a 10 seed or 11 seed or something like uh, that? Maybe. Who cares? Kermit Davis, though. He seems to have Bruce's number. And um, I don't know. Does that go back before last year I, at Ole Miss? I believe so, yes. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I didn't really – y'all were saying that earlier. I didn't know the history of that yeah, was. Yeah. Um, they have a long history together. I don't yeah. know if you always beat him, but yeah. they've known each other. They've played, against, they've played each other a bunch. Yes. Uh, actually, I do know. He used to beat him when Bruce was coaching in Division Two. So. Ah. Wow. They go back that far. Um, Somebody's going to write in and be like, you, I don't know what you're, you don't know what you're talking about. But we not, normally don't. We yeah. normally don't. We I don't listen to this podcast for facts. It's true. <laughs> if you listen to a podcast for facts, there's some great ones on Vox, I'm sure. Yeah. Wait. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I can't vouch for them. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen to The Verge. It's okay. Sure. Podcast ain't play nobody. Yeah, man. It's got some the good ones. Oh, man, my garage so, band is doing some crazy things. I think we're still recording, though, which is good. Okay, <laughs> Man, I hope we sound all right. This has yeah. been a fun pod night. Yeah, so far, so good. Um, we then, they got a guy named Brian Tyree. Is it Brian? Hey, Brian. Or Brian. I think it's Brian. He, B-R-E-E-I-N. Isn't he the son of the Tyree that caught the pass? In the David Tyree? No is way. That, there's no way. That was only like 10 years ago. I'm looking it up. The chief is right. That was way more than 10 years ago. It was way more than 10 years ago. I was in college when that happened. Yeah, I was too. It was 2008 at the absolute earliest. I think it was 2008. Uh, Brian Tyree. uh, It was born in 1998. So it's it's possible. No, there's no way. (laughs) He's not David Uh, Tyree's kid. David Tyree is 40. So it could definitely be his kid. He played football. It's uh, not his kid in high school. And both of his, both of David Tyree's kids are uh, wow. Girls. In in high school, he was on the same high school team as Carl Anthony Towns. Really? Yeah. Huh. He was a three star recruit. He is not related to David Tyree in any way. Yeah. Apparently, unfortunately, his dad's name was that Mark. Been, that would have been cool. His dad was a third team All American lacrosse player for <laughs> Rutgers. That's hey. the same thing as playing for the Patriots, right? Yeah. Two thousand eight. Man, man, man please. I got, a, I got a fact, right? That's the, 12 years ago. I know. I said it's 2008 the earliest, and then I said it was 2008. His cousin, David Tyree, played for the New York Giants oh. and won <laughs> the Super Bowl with the helmet catch. His cousin. So he is his cousin. Yeah. I knew they were related. I thought that was a, a little yeah, factoid from last year. <laughs> but really? his dad played lacrosse, this being the podcast of lacrosse. And the fact that the Patriots, Patriots fan uh, and lacrosse fan Venn diagram is probably just one giant circle. Yeah, are you are you accusing him of? Uh, are you accusing Brian Tyree's dad of uh, having certain no biases? I'm not accusing anybody of anything. No, anyway, Tyree is a giant, not, the, not a patriot. The wild, yeah, it's true. The wild thing about Tyree is that he has a 30 percent usage rate. Yeah, he is the only guy on the team. Yeah. So the last <laughs> the last the couple of weeks, I've, that is I've a said Russell this about Westbrook Anthony Edwards. Level. I said this about Kira Lewis. I'm fifty fifty. Don't. I'm fifty fifty. <laughs> oh, dude, He's, you've got a thirty percent usage. Yeah. Everybody else on the team thinks you are really good, and the coach also believes you are really good. Otherwise, or maybe on the bench. Well, or maybe can I you're give not you, really good. Can I give they you? Just think. Oh, well, he's the only guy that's yeah. any good at all. Man, I don't know. These are all <laughs> Division One players. Like this dude cannot be bad. He can't be bad, Ryan. I refuse to believe you're going to tell me he's inefficient can or I, some can, other. Can nonsense. I give you a comparison? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't shoot threes. Yeah, he shoots some threes. Oh, I thought they didn't shoot threes. Well, he's the only one that oh, does. Okay. 
Can I give you a comparison for effective field goal percentage from him to somebody in Auburn's roster right now? Great. Sure. Alan Flanagan. I was gonna that's say his, Alan that's his comparison. That's not good. Yeah, but that that's like eleventh on the roster. Yeah, but Alan Flanagan doesn't play the minutes Tyree plays. If you shoot so, so are we just just volume? Is that all the volume, only difference with the two of them? If you shoot a lot of shots, Kobe Bryant shot fifty shots and scored sixty <laughs> points. If you shoot a lot of shots, your chances of scoring go up because you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Michael Wayne Scott. Gretzky. Michael Scott. <laughs> But he also misses about sixty percent of the shots that he does. He take. does take right. That's fine. That's fine. But fifteen, he takes fifteen shots a game, which is a lot yeah. in college basketball. But that also means that on on the limited tempo that they are playing, that's the thing. Right. He believes in himself that he is capable of making all these shots. So I don't want you to put your curse on him, which means that he will make. He'll shoot seventy five percent against Auburn and. and Shoot twenty five shots and make almost all of them. I don't. We don't need that in our life. We don't need a twenty for twenty five game from Tyree. Oh, we don't. What we also don't. I would love a seven for twenty five. Is a twenty sure. a twenty for twenty five game from some other guy on the team? Yeah, exactly. We well, we've been giving those up. Kyra Lewis, you act like he was any good, and I sat here and said, "Yeah, he's gonna beat us." And he did. Let's, yes. let's be honest. Anybody was beating us in that game. Especially if we could not guard them. <laughs> could not or would not. Let's, uh, On Saturday, college game day comes to town. That's wild. Today I learned. We like really buried the lead. This is like this might be the first college game day in basketball that I watch. Oh yeah, I've in my watched, whole life. Never watched. It. Who's on it? Dickie V on it? Jay Billis. Uh, Billis. Yeah. Okay. You used to have. I, I do know. I have. Length. Way back in the day, it used to have uh, Bobby Knight, I think, used to be on it. So, Great. So. But what, a, what a classic character that is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's on it anymore. I don't, I don't think he is. Jay Billis, who I believe he's Digger. the guy who Digger Phelps about, is Oh, also. I love Digger Phelps with his highlighter. I don't know if he's still on it, but the last time I... Is Jay Williams on it? I believe he is. Okay. I'm not a big Jay Williams fan. That's fine. You talk about a wasted dude. Yeah. Yeah, could have been great. He's the reason why most guys have in their contracts now that you can't own a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Williams is not on there as of this year. Who's on it right now? Right now it is Reese Davis. Love Reese Davis. College football uh, big, crossover. Big Jay Billis, sure. Seth Greenberg, and LaFonzo Ellis. Oh, what happened, Love what Seth happened to Dicker? Uh, he has not been on since 2014. <laughs> I told you. It's been a while since I saw any, any part of this. So. So is it the same thing who holds signs up? Uh, so it's going to be in the arena. Sure. The student section will be full of students only. And then the rest of the arena will be general admission for whoever shows up. And they're going to issue wristbands to the students so that they can get back in. Yeah, the first 2,000 students sure. that attend game day can get in I'm before hoping, everybody else. I hope is this keeps the Kentucky fans out. That'd be really great. What if they just go to game day? Yeah. Then they mark themselves as people that need to be taken out outside. On sure. The out. Absolutely. Our students need to be meaner. This is what I figured out uh, from Twitter with people telling me, well, they're students too. They pay their fees and all this. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, legally. There's, there's nothing right. we can do about it. I'm like, you, you can be a-holes. Yeah. Like, like that's, do, do you see North Carolina fans or Kentucky fans sitting in with the Cameron crazies? No. I don't think you do. 
And do you see Alabama fans sitting in the Auburn suit no. section? And I no. get yes, you always do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Every single time. Do you see Auburn fans sitting in Coleman no. Coliseum in no. the student section? No. No. Well, no one sits in Coleman Coliseum. That's true. That's a good point too. A lot of empty seats there. They don't have any fans. Um, but I, and I understand. I'm not saying these people don't deserve to exist. Don't get me wrong. I would not. I would likely not have come to Auburn if not for a family of Kentucky people that came to Auburn for vet school and were Kentucky and Auburn fans. So I get it. But don't let them sit in the student yeah. section. Not for this game. Not for this game. Not wearing yeah. their Kentucky stuff. Like Kentucky, they got the problem with Kentucky. This is not. Your dad's Kentucky. It's team. a weird Kentucky team. They're 25th in Ken Palm. They don't have Anthony Davis. They don't have Carl Anthony Towns. They don't have uh, Julius Randle. They don't have DeMarcus Cousins. They don't have that guy down low that's killing people. And they also don't have a guy who could, They don't have Devin Booker. Yeah. They don't have a guy outside shooting threes. I don't know what they have. They have a 6'10", 4. Well, sure they do. Former Auburn commit. Yeah. E.J. Montgomery. I know they've got a bunch of dudes who are really good and really athletic because otherwise they would not be on that team. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to Kentucky without. Yeah. They got, so, I'm sure they got five five stars starting for them. Sure. So it's not like Auburn's, oh, this is no big Kentucky team. Those dudes can get hot. Those yeah, are really good at basketball. Like top 20 players. Yeah. The issue they've had is they, they don't um, shoot threes very well. They score at the basket pretty well. It's going to be a big test um, for Austin and Anthony. Big test. And they don't. They do not turn the ball over to steals, which has kind of been Auburn. It's it's strange. They don't give up steals, right? But they're sloppy, and they they do give up turnovers. Okay, a lot of travels probably not throwing the ball yeah. out of bounds. Yeah, charges. And, and, and so, what does that mean defense? Like, what does Auburn need to do? Do they just play sound what's, defense? You well, can't, what's the like, class makeup of this team? Like, are there a bunch uh, of freshmen? No, so all the starters are mostly sophomores and juniors. There's one freshman, I think. Yeah, he didn't sign this. This year's class wasn't. Yeah, Hagen's is a sophomore. Um, right. Montgomery's a sophomore. Um, Richards, I think, is a junior. I hope Hagen's regrets not coming to Auburn before all is said and done. The worst thing about that happened for Cal was. Uh, I'm going to say it again. I've said this probably 12 times on this podcast. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski is the biggest cheater in college basketball. Sure. Um, Casually libelous, but okay. No. No. <laughs> Coach K is a jerk. Yeah. Coach K is the, gets away with murder in terms of NCAA violations. Coach K is... <laughs> a Ryan Starrett level. No. He didn't yeah, actually I don't say someone. these things on the pod. Gets away with murder is an expression. I'm not right, saying okay. he killed a man. <laughs> gets away with NCAA murder. Yeah. <laughs> However... What like he giving away a couple hundred dollars. Take her out. He the worst part about Coach K is similar to Dabo, pretends that his program oh, is yeah, yeah. Lily White. Yeah. They have no blemishes. Nike would never send a kid to Duke. Yeah. Not at Duke. We recruit because we play the game the right way. Little old Duke. Hello, Duke isn't getting money from Nike to send kids here from AAU schools. No. But what Duke is doing is old Coach K gets named Team USA basketball head coach. Which allows him to walk into every gym that the U16 team plays on, that the U17 team plays on. He gets access the U18 to the U18 team. When, when the it's best a dead players period, at every level. Yes, when it's a dead period, 
Coach K is still able to go talk to them because he's their Team USA sporting director. Couldn't he contact them at any time during exactly. the year as well? And not only can he contact them, but because he's the Team USA head coach, LeBron can contact them. Mm-hmm. So he can say, hey, LeBron, you should call so-and-so and tell him to come to Duke, which LeBron has done. And other Kobe Bryant did. Other NBA guys who played for Coach K with Team USA would recruit for him on his behalf. And that he is, is a good coach. He is a good coach, but that is a joke. Yeah. And, and the only guy who ever really called him out about it was Cal. Because Cal's the guy who those dudes would have gone to play for. Right. But instead, he's not cheating at all. Because you look the opposite. He is uh, on the table. Yeah, I'm cheating. Yeah, no, or not cheating. (laughs) I'm going to go to the next place. Sorry, guys. All Cal, what Cal is saying is, look, here's what I care about: getting you to the NBA. Yeah. At least Cal's honest. Right. Coach K is like, we want to develop student athletes here at Duke who are on campus for six months and then go straight to the NBA. He doesn't say that part, which Coach Cal does. That's what makes me mad about. I would take a hundred Coach Cal's. Over one coach Cal. No, I like I like Cal. I like Calipari a lot. I've always liked him. Because he's been honest. He's honest with what he is. I'm here to get dudes to the NBA, period. I'm not here to get them to pass physics. I'm here to get them to play for the Timberwolves. Sure. That's it. Whereas Duke has this facade that they're there to also take, you know, algebra, freshman level algebra and pass it and be these scholar athletes. Whereas Zion, Barrett, and you know, Reddish probably didn't attend one semester of classes at Duke. Like, it's a joke, and I don't like him for it. And so because of that, because now he's no longer the USA coach anymore, thank God, Greg Popovich is, even though he blew it at the World Cup. At least he isn't recruiting against Auburn. But that was killing Cal for years. Yeah. And it's still gone to kill Cal. Look at Duke's team now. Duke's last three years, all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, Coach K embraced the one and done. He didn't embrace anything. He lucked into the fact well, that he was able to talk to these kids when they were 15 years old. We don't old. know that Pop's not still funneling people to him, too. That's the... Pop doesn't care about college basketball. <laughs> I was say. He's probably friends with K, though. He may be. He might not know his name, knowing Greg yeah. Popovich. <laughs> anyway, that's my soapbox for why I dislike Coach K. He'll be and dead really soon anyway, so don't worry who, about it. Who, who's this? Krzyzewski. Why? He's been in poor health for like years, dude. What are you talking about? Dude, he missed like an almost an entire season because he had like cancer or something. I don't think he that's looks like uh, like he's on death's door. Have you seen him? Well, that's just I yeah, don't talking about how he's their chief. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen him? Look, yes. look at the man. Uh, let me see. He gets he looks like in the 70s, but he does. He is very pale. <laughs> but I'm not. Well, he goes to do. They're all uh, fairly pale. Well, that's a good one, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he has some type of health problem, is what he said before the SFA game. Yes. yes. Don't we all, Coach? He has health issues. He has missed parts of seasons being sick. But then added that he's not retiring tonight. It, it, look, the issue is I don't like the way that he recruits. I'm not wishing death upon him here. And, I'm saying it. It's just... You no, know, I understand. Uh, it comes for us all. I know, it does. It's As true. we have all learned this As week. we've all learned this week, it's sudden. I think Spencer Hall from SB Nation... Not SB, from Banner Society had the best line about the Kobe thing. The worst part about life is that it all happens at once. Yeah. And so anytime, anytime something this happens, we realize how short everything is. But, yes. My least favorite thing about Coach K is the way that he recruits. My second least favorite thing is that he pretends like because he coached at West Point, he somehow won the Medal of Honor. 
And that really bugs me. Like, you coached at West Point. You didn't go, you didn't serve three tours in Vietnam. He didn't even go to West Point, right? No, I think he might oh, have. Okay. Well, because Bobby Knight was his coach at West Point. And then ah, Coach K coached there. And so just ask him. He will tell you all about how, how he, he was in the military. Service. He might have served, for all I know. Well, I know in some of those cases, if you go back and coach at that institution, that can count as your service. Mm. Oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about Kentucky, though. Yeah. I think Auburn has a... <laughs> look, we're not going to... The other blue team. K, Kentucky, you know. We're not, gonna, we're not just going to beat Kentucky. This is, this is going to be a bad uh, matchup for us. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say that now. We might lose this game, and if we do, it's because we don't, like you said, we don't match up with this game at all. Like, so it's not a good this, matchup. So this us. team, you know, we, we said Ole Miss doesn't shoot threes. This team really does not shoot threes. They are 347th in three-point attempts. But they're really big. They're really big. They're all, really like, their point big. guard is 6'3". We, we are no they're, longer they're four tiny. 6'10". We should, we, uh, We're average. Yeah, we're, we're no time. longer tiny like we have been in the past, um, but these guys are huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and being a blue blood in Kentucky, mm-hmm. they they get their foul calls, and it's not just one guy; it's every single one of them gets about uh, five or six fouls per forty. Great. So one that means they go to the line a lot. Ninth in the country. Uh, that means Isaac's going to be in foul trouble. Austin's going to be in foul trouble. Anthony's going to be in foul trouble. What Samir's I'm worried about is, is the guards being in foul yeah. trouble. Um, so they're ninth in the country and going to the line, and then they shoot 77% from the free throw line. That's, that's, not, that's good. not good for us. So what that means is Auburn Arena has to be Auburn Arena. Oh, it will um, be. I have no doubt yeah. that Auburn Arena is going to be fired up for this one. Yeah. This. Auburn Arena was fired up when Tony Barbie was playing. Kentucky, yeah. is, so. is this the biggest game? Uh, maybe sans the South Carolina clincher in Auburn Arena history. It's up there, man. I mean, it's, it's the only game big game. The tailgate guys are doing tailgates. Yeah, tailgate yeah there's, guys, there's, yeah, there's tailgates. Which I think is dumb because I don't like the commercial aspect of tailgates. But it's cool that but it gets tailgates. It gets people on campus earlier. Yeah. Uh, for, like, for this event, I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah. Are you guys tailgating? I'm tailgating. I've tail- I tailgated all, all the games yeah. last year. We tailgated. We we'll literally yeah. popped my tailgate down. No, not there. <laughs> we, we pulled <laughs> on the side of the hill. We, yeah. No, <laughs> That's we, a long uh, walk. Parking the, the, the stadium. Yeah. Baseball deck. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to say it on the podcast. You said the stadium. Don't want to give, don't want to give my parking sure. away. It's uh, the best part. Pull my... Pull, pull the, the gate down in the old Land Cruiser, and we sit on the back and have a Literally tailgate. Well, in this time of year, tailgate. you can usually watch baseball practice. Oh, no, you could. You could. Uh, I don't. In a couple weeks. Well, it means you're normally going on during the day. Yeah, Kevin Hines will be there. Kevin's a big into basketball now. I know. He's, he sits just, just uh, behind me. Love that guy. Yeah, me too. Good guy. Um, anyway, Kentucky. Uh, I don't know. They, we're gonna, so they're we're gonna win. Shout out to Kevin Ives' father in law. He did the electricity in my house. Mm. Nice. Super nice guy. Wanna we're going to win. Want to give him a plug? Uh, no. Hey, what's, what's the business? <laughs> it's not, not a big deal. It's uh, <laughs> Playing Kentucky is a big deal for Auburn. I think we're going to win. We, if guys, we, I think guys if we lose this game, I hate the concept of losing this game. For the fans to, yeah, because it's one of those things where it's like, oh well, we blew it. Look, I've seen way worse Auburn teams. I know, nearly beat way better Kentucky teams at, at Auburn. We've seen way worse Auburn teams beat Kentucky. 
<laughs> well, I was just speaking specifically of uh, Tony Barbie basketball. Now, Nick Richards is, I you think mean, they uh, don't have a... Kentucky head coach. Yes, Tony Barbie, yes, yes. Uh, For a half. Yeah. Cal should not have got thrown out. He thought he was thrown out. That's why he was walking off the court. He thought he got two techs. Because the referee motioned the tech at him and then motioned that same tech back at the scorer's booth. Oh. So Cal thinks he gets two techs. He's like, oh, I got thrown out. Him walking off makes the other ref think he's trying to show off the ref. Gives him the second tech. So wow. stupid. Can we get him ejected in this game? Not stupid. I don't want to do that. I want to beat him because we beat him. Well, I'd love to beat Tony Barbie. Well, that's also Can stupid. we get Tony Barbie ejected? <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Is there, is there a way to do that? That'd be great. So they got, uh, they do have a big guy. I mentioned that they don't have DeMarcus Cousins, but Nick Richards is pretty darn, pretty darn good. Eighth in the country in efficient field goal percentage. It's a That's big test for Austin Martin. Yeah. This, this is the kind of test where I'm like, we'll the see. The reason they don't match up well with us, or we don't match up well with them, I mean, is because we're usually okay if you've got one big guy. And they got two of them. And they got two. And, that, and they're starting, but that's the thing. Is yeah, they start both. It's not like it's a Wiley and Austin right. situation. Wiley and yeah. yeah. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Um, they play both of them a lot. EJ Montgomery's going to start. He's Danjel's going to be guarding him, and Danjel could play some defense. I, so. I really wonder if uh, if Anthony gets to start in this one. Could it be. Would not shock me if Bruce Alexa starts. He goes back to that lineup. You know, Anthony's not that much bigger than Danjel. No, they're the same size, but one of them plays a lot bigger than the other. That's true. That's true. It would also not shock me if uh, Okoro is on guards Montgomery. Yeah, I could see yeah. that too. Yeah, and Samir's gonna have to guard Hagen's, I guess. Yeah, that's the that's the problem with this uh, Kentucky team, though. Is like you said, they Max, don't have a star. Max, no, I don't think Javon's gonna have got, to guard Hagen's. Uh, they don't have a star, yeah. but they've got four guys. Who's, who's that he gonna guard? The other guys thirteen apiece. Seven Max, he's good, and Quickly's good. Yeah, Javon's gonna be he's gonna seven inches shorter than the rest of the team. Yeah. So like, Quick, they got Quickly is six three. Team. Okay, they got nobody on the team that's six three. That's shorter than six three. Yeah. Like that, they just don't do it at Kentucky. Well, yeah, you're not going to be on. Like, That's like we said. Literally not going to sign. Right. Yet. It's like we said last year a bunch of times. Like, we really oh, need to sneak horse. If Jared was only three inches taller, and I would oh, probably yeah. see him. If Jared's three inches taller, he played for Kentucky. Like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> he's Jared's three inches taller. Up. He's an NBA point guard right now. He will be. He, he will be. Jared will play <laughs> for the Phoenix Suns uh, late March, early April. Because that's when the he can they play. call all the, t- the yeah, two-way guys because they can play and not yeah. have to fail. They'll do it. They'll call him up. He's the leading scorer. He has the most points of anybody in the G League right now. Incredible. Total points. Not he's, I think he's averaging about 20 all points. Of, I, I, I'm really proud of all of our guys that went yeah. uh, and played. They're all kind of tearing up their respective leagues. Yeah. yeah horse. Horses. Horace, Malik. Wild now. He's Argentinian. He's crazy yeah. down there. He dunked uh, yeah. from just inside the free throw line and made it. It was a coast to coast. Yeah. It looked like he was a point guard. Yeah. Point guard. Point guard. Or Spencer. He probably wanted to do that so bad. Wow. He was at Auburn. Man. So, Ryan, what do you think? The, they had nine top 100 wins and two top 10 I just, wins. Yeah. I, I think the crowd is really going to have an effect on this game. If Auburn starts early, yeah, the crowd will have an effect on this game. If Auburn does not get down yeah. into a ten nothing hole, yeah. I, so if I Auburn think comes this out, game two threes in a row. Yeah, oh, over got this thing. <laughs> I think this game, just looking at the numbers, we didn't it, talk it about should be a rock fight. Uh huh. But I, I, it would not surprise me if this was like the Tennessee game last year, where it's 
Oh, we just blow it's, them out? Well, no, no, no. no. The oh, Tennessee the game here, yeah. where it's it's basically a three-point game the entire game, yeah. and it sneaks into the 80s. And, mm-hmm. and We didn't even talk about how we started hitting our threes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like seven different players hit a three. Yeah, three. and the first 12 points of the game were all threes. Yeah. But we also haven't talked about is how it isn't that weird that Devin Cambridge had a great game because – has Auburn had a different leading score in almost, I think, like all but yeah, two games yeah. this year? Like, it's not like. Well, I don't think we've ever had the same back to back. That's what I'm saying. Like, we haven't okay. had the same guy back to back. We only have nine guys right. to play. What I mean is, we haven't had the same guy lead two games. Uh, there was one point. I think Samir probably strung a couple together in the first thing. Okay, first couple uh, games. I think Cambridge is the only guy that didn't score that played in the game. On, on oh, yeah. He no, scored he all scored, uh, Oh, no. It was... Uh, uh, Flanagan didn't score. Yeah, Flan's the only one. But uh, I like Flanagan. I think... No, there's a reason why he's yeah. getting minutes. Um, yeah. There's a reason we don't, why... We don't need him to be a scorer. That's the thing. There's, there's a reason there's a why Flan gets I, minutes and Stretch doesn't. There's a point in time when I looked up at, at Iowa oh, State and everyone in the game had nine points. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, incredible. And there's a reason why he gets minutes and Jalen doesn't. And there's a reason why Devin gets minutes... And stretch doesn't, and turbo doesn't. Like, there's a reason Bruce is not playing these dudes. Sure, he's not just not playing guys. Just he doesn't. Like, he doesn't like them. He's not red shirting anymore. Right. It, it is funny that it's legitimately like, he doesn't. Sans, think they can do it. Sans Okoro. If you took the other freshmen before the season, so okay, which, which ones do you think are going to start? Everyone's going to put the, stretch. Stretch turbo. I would have been Williams. And well, yeah. So the, the, my point is, the three guys that aren't playing are the three highly rated guys. I I, I wasn't on the turbo. I, I think people thought Turbo was going to play just because we didn't have another point guard. Yeah, I was on the Okoro man wagon. Yeah, Every, and everybody okay. was. <laughs> I was like, well, were like, they though? Because some people were like, oh man, this guy's actually this guy's good. It's like, yeah. Well, he was one of those dudes who, if you listen to the pod, you yeah. knew. <laughs> he was one of those dudes whose ratings continued to like grow every month. Yeah, <laughs> like he was. He kept jumping in terms of his rating per. Like he's jumping up draft boards still. Hey, guess what? I think he signed the guy. Poorly, that made him evaluated. That, that made people not look at him. Right. Basically, we signed that guy too. He's going to be playing. Speaking of, do we want to uh, finish on Bruce's, Bruce's hot take of the week? Yeah, go for it. What was McDonald's it? hates Auburn. Oh, dude, he's not wrong. And that, <laughs> he's really, he's really not. That game has been a joke ever since Reebok took over it a couple I, of years. I swear ago. to you, God, you guys, I swear, Marco Killingsworth was. Uh, played in the McDonald's All-American He did. Game. And he did. I don't know why I have this vivid memory of him playing in that yellow. Played play in the Wendy's game. <laughs> Taco Bell All-American. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we only had three. NBADraft.net has Anthony Edwards as the number one pick in the draft. Well, I think it's uh, wherever the Hawks are at or where Edwards is predicted to they go. They got him going to the, to the Warriors, which wow. is the fact that the Warriors right now might have the number one pick in the draft. It's like, are they tanking? They don't. Everybody's hurt. Oh. Steph's not playing. Clay's not playing. And it, it's, 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 it's Draymond it bad enough is the, at this point where they're just like, ah, we're, yes. we're fine. I mean, we're Steph just, is not we're hurt. Just chill. You know, we're Steph's just, just chilling right get, now. Get it's, it's just Draymond and a bunch of G League guys. That sounds horrible. It does. It's, they're not good. They got <laughs> NBA Draft.net has. It a sounds like the 15th. most annoying bad team to play with. They got a core going fifteenth. To the would there Nets. be a worse player to play against than Draymond Green right now? Or be, or just be friends with. I, I haven't watched any Warriors. <laughs> or play games. with. Don't like him. <laughs> is is he the primary scorer for that Warriors team? Yeah, he's the best player on the team. Well, yeah, I know he's the best player on the team, but is he like is he yeah. the go to guy? Oh yeah. Well, and they got um, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, but he I think okay. just got hurt. 
Um, so they got NBADraft.net, which is not amazing, but it's okay. Has Go take a thon. Has Okoro at 15th to the Nets. And they've got Austin Wiley to the Suns oh. in the second round. Oh. And they've reunited. Got, that's it. Those are so, the two. Uh, I'm looking at Tankathon got. right now. I think Anthony's making a case for himself. He is. At, on Tankathon, they've got Just Isaac he, to the Hawks at 15. And that's generous. To, well, I guess you could get 15th even. And then Anthony at 58th to Golden State. Now we're talking. They don't. They don't have Austin at all. Uh, I don't see him, but he, I think he's on their. Their board. to Golden State shocked. doesn't make any sense to me, though, because he is the last guy on that team you want shooting a three. Manfred shoots threes, though. I know, but he's the last guy. Right, on they team. don't need him to shoot threes. They don't need him. He's better than Draymond to shoot threes. Draymond really looks like he's shooting with a backpack on. That's what his, that's what his shooting form looks like. It's like he's wearing a backpack. You watch him shoot threes, it looks like he's wearing a backpack. Okay, yeah. I'm not, I didn't make that take up. That's that's a well thought of, well, well said take instead of. <laughs> Draymond Green's shooting form looks like a guy shooting a basketball mm. with the backpack on. Do you want to know where they have the first Kentucky player in this mock draft? Was it top five? 41. Jeez. Wow. That's Ashton Hagens is, is their yeah. big, I big prospect. I bet Hagens stays if he's only going but my, one, right? my biggest he's a sophomore. I mean, my I biggest mean, basketball opinion, and I've said it on this podcast, it doesn't matter who year. your first best player is not as important as your third best player. Yeah, absolutely. Your third best player is the most important player on the team because yeah. if your third best player is better than the other team's third best player by a considerable yeah. amount, if Vandy awesome. had a better third best player, we would have lost him. We lost that game. But the fact is, they had two guys that were okay, and then everybody else stunk. Yeah. Whereas Auburn right now, our third best player is probably Samir. With Samir Isaac and, and Isaac uh, and Austin and yeah, Samir depend- and Anthony, it, like some order. It depends on if Samir's. Well, that's what I'm saying. So if your third best player is Samir and he has a game where he stinks, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Whereas Kentucky's third best player might be six foot ten. But I think we you have know? I think we have some fourth best players that step up when when they have to though most of the time. They didn't against Florida and right. against you know what I mean well, like we only that's none no none, like, none of the no not, not the first best player not the yeah. second best player not so the third best player Isaac had an okay game exactly. I think he had. Like eleven and yeah, six was, or something was, like that. I mean, he was fine. He played. He played know. as well as you want him to right. play. If it, if if everybody else had played fine, we probably win that game. Yeah, true. That's true. Or Nobody you just get David Cambridge fine. put up twenty six. Right. Jesus. I mean, when like you're sick, when you're sixth or seventh best player, you're up twenty six. And according to Chief, like the eleventh best player. <laughs> He really might be. Just hold on to a scholarship with one hand. <laughs> See, it's, it's Devin Cambridge and Pat Kahn on any given day. Are the, the 11th best players in all I mean, arena. he, like... Pat Kahn's hosting yeah. all the, uh, the timeout games, sure. by the way. We should have him on the pod. We should. We really should have Pat, him on the pod. Pat, if you're listening, come on the pod. I can talk to him about the, these pants that he keeps wearing. These, like, really tight, ripped <laughs> jeans. I can talk to him about Fraternity Brother. Oh, you guys... Yeah. He's a Fiji? Yeah. Oh. I went to really? The- Allegedly. That's what I was told. <laughs> I might be wrong. Makes sense. It's the coolest frat, right? It is the coolest frat. You heard that, that here that first. That's the best uh, house placement of any frat. Also true. Also true. Well, guys, I think this was a classic pod. This was a, we had notes and it felt like we didn't a have classic notes. edition of the Orange Tree Podcast. It took me three times true. to get I'm the I'm not blaming you, right Ryan. <laughs> not blaming you at all. 
I had the notes open too. I'm, I read a lot of them. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, think we I can can't script it. the whole podcast. Let's you pat guys. ourselves on the back. <laughs> anyway, oh, no. let's beat all. Let's beat Kentucky. <laughs>